The McGowan government's first state budget was released yesterday afternoon, and they're basically saying WA households have been left relatively unscathed by it, but the big end of town will bear the brunt of repairing the state's disastrous finances. Jeff Parry from 7 News. Good morning, mate. Thanks for your time. Nah, Black, is always a pleasure, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Now, as usual, they say, oh, yeah, you know, you'll be left unscathed because all these other people are going to do it. And that's, I think we know you'd have to be fairly naive to think that it's not going to be passed down somehow. Is that right? Really? Well, or am I being <laughs> cynical? Uh, no, um, <laughs> I don't think you can ever be cynical about budgets and politics <laughs> and that sort of thing, mate. But um, there's sort of three elements out of this in what in what Ben White and Mark McGowan delivered yesterday. Um, that's a couple of broken promises and 3,000 jobs uh, out of the public service. And if you want to tack on sort of royalties for regions, sort of having a knife taken to all of this, that as well. You know, we normally um, we were sort of normally told about what our you know our power and our water and electricity are going to go up by at budget time. Well, that didn't happen this year, and that's unusual. But that's more just a matter of timing and coincidence. There was a federal budget in March, budget sorry, an election in March. The budget's usually in May, but they held it over because of the election. So, you know, um, things like electricity and water and gas get taken. Uh, taken uh, care of in July, 1st of July. So that's already done. So there's not that shock that we normally get. So then we look at other things. And, um, you know, what we got this year, as I said, was a couple of broken promises. So, you know, against the what they call, you know, put the inverted commas up here, Blackers, yeah. um, you know, the big end of town. There's the big company, 350 of the biggest companies in Western Australia with a payroll tax in excess of a billion dollars. So they've got a hit. And the other ones are the gold miners who have been fighting against this increase in royalty for years. And finally, uh, Ben White's imposed it on them. Yeah. Um, they've the, the thrown in $1.3 billion over forward estimates for Metronet Stage 1 projects, including the thornley coburn lincoln Yanchip Rail Extension. I tell you what, they would have been in a fair bit of trouble if they'd have uh, thrown that in the bin, wouldn't they? If he well, hadn't, mate, if he hadn't yeah. followed through with that. Because, I mean, he's been banging on about that for years. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. we'll make that. Well, make no mistake, there's, there's going to be plenty of money for Metronet because this is their, you know, they talk about on, on MasterChef, the star of the dish. Well, this is the star of the dish. Yeah. And, um, the, you know, the, the, so they've, they've tacked on money for that. Uh, um, there was a surprise in there for, uh, well, not so much of a surprise, but they put a bit of money this time into yeah, the, Peel, uh, the Peel region, into Mandurah, where they're, they're going to build that multi-deck car park. Um, you know, you've, the rail extensions have had money sort of put against them. A lot of the stuff that was in the budget have, has been pre-announced. So things like, um, you know, the promise at election time of a, a, a meth, an anti-meth police task force, 100 officers, 300 um, education assistance for schools. They're all in the budget, already announced what they do. They put some money against it now. So now now we know how much that costs. Um so there's a lot of that in it. There's not a lot of new stuff in it. The Mandurah multi-deck car park is new or newish. Um, so it's it's a lot of bookkeeping and it's a lot of you know sort of taking care of business sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, not, but but you can be assured that Metronet uh, is this is is really the star of of Labor's policy. They, they banged on about it uh, from 2013 election and and lost that one. Um, and uh, you know and now they're in power and they're determined to deliver on it. Yeah. I think the the royalty for regions things would be the most concerning thing for people of the uh, regional part of WA in the southwest. I mean, you know, r- raiding that bank, I mean, that leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth, doesn't it? Um, well, it probably will for country people, and the National Party will remind everyone um, of it as well. Uh, it's, you know, it's been a billion dollars that they've had to sort of splash around on, on, so, so, on, on sorts of things that, you know, they probably normally 
uh, some of those country areas wouldn't normally have got as, as um, you know, a general course of business. Um, you know, there have been complaints about it, certainly Black has said, you know, some of the stuff that they've built, uh, you know, worth a lot of money, but there were no running costs associated with it. So, you know, some councils have been saddled with the cost. There's, there's that, you know, there's that sorts of concerns, but yep. certainly it's delivered some big projects to the to the country and some very beneficial projects to the country. But, um, you know, the Labor, the, the Labor government, I think, has just sort of taken the view that they, that, um, that this was sort of the nationals' toy thing. To be honest, that's what they, you know, that's what they, they yeah. thought it was. It was a, a fund that was abused by the nationals for their own gain. They were bringing that back inside the budget, and um, there's still some money to be sort of put around, I guess, on on some of those plans. But now they're going to fold it in on, onto the business of government, like hospitals and roads yeah. and those sorts of things. Okay, listen. Out of ten, Jeff, how would you uh, how would you market the first one? Out of ten, what would you give it? Um, it depends. This is when you, it really depends how you score. I think the government would be pretty happy that it's not, you know, um, it's not. There's the three thousand job losses, and they're, you know, their friends in the unions are getting stuck into them over that. But I think they would be pretty happy. Um, you know what? I think probably a seven or an eight. They probably could have gone a bit further than they did, um, and probably should have gone a bit further than they did. This was the worst budget, don't, or the worst set of books. Don't forget, Blackers. Uh, since the Great Depression, according to Mark McGowan, yeah. and um, so you know they could have uh, they could have dipped in, but then you know if, if if they start impacting on services like waiting lists and um, you know schools and po- you know police front line stuff, uh, they would have been in all sorts of trouble. Well, you know so far that's that that hasn't been realised. So. You know, a, a seven or an eight—it's not a bad. It's not yeah, a bad not effort. too bad. Not too bad. Listen, just a, just, a, maybe. just a question on uh, on Mark McGowan. Uh, you and I have dealt with him, you know, face to face for quite yeah. a long time when he was in opposition and everything else. Yeah. Do you? One thing that I'm finding, just a personal sort of uh, feeling. Do you f- think that there's just a whiff of arrogance sort of slipped in there since he's become pre- uh, premier? Um, hard to say, you know. He put, he put, well, only because he put five years as opposition leader, which is, you know, by anyone's stretch, some hard yards. Yep. Um, maybe it's confidence. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to sort of label. I don't want to sort of particularly put a label on him, particularly this early. Um, and, you know, it's fair enough when someone's been a premier for eight years. I mean, everyone everyone's got a name for him. Some oh, of it's yeah, not always, yeah, yeah, some yeah. Of it's not always flattering, but <laughs> but, um, but I think in McGowan's case, so maybe some confidence. Um, you know, it, it's it's his first budget, it's yeah. his first year in office. Uh, they've got they've certainly appear well. They've certainly got four years to go, and maybe four years after that, whether yeah. he goes the distance, I don't know. Yeah. But you know, um, not. No, oh, I've always found him a nice guy. Okay, you know, I've never had a problem with him. I've always found him a no. nice guy. I've just sort of uh, since he's you know since March since the election win. It's sort of I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've chatted with him a couple of times. So I just yeah have that sort of vibe. But anyway, as you say, it's probably a confidence or whatever. Jeff Barry from Seven News. Thanks for that, mate. I really appreciate it. Well, always a pleasure, mate. Well, it's cranky old man time again, and the crankiest man in town, in fact, anywhere in the in fact, WA, really, <laughs> is uh, Cliff Reeve, and he's joined me again. G'day, mate. How are you going? Shut up. Hey, Get on. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> the point-to-point camera is in uh, operation. Hey, listen, within the first 12 hours, some idiot was uh, the highest speed between that point-to-point 30k odd sort of uh, range was 130k's. Stupid. Mm. Stupid. And also, uh, the quickest person behind the wheel of a vehicle, uh, either at the start or the finish, because like, those cameras act you know, independently, was doing 145 through that area. Oh, it's all about revenue raising, you know. Oh, they only put those things out there to raise revenue. What's the answer to not give them any money, Ian? Catch the bus, Cliff. 
Well, that public wasn't transport. That wasn't Cliff. where I was going. Most people deserve to be on public transport, Don't Cliff, because they couldn't drive out of sight in a dark <laughs> night. That's the start of it, and that's the end of it. Like this other, this this new prang on Indian Ocean Drive. Oh, the notorious I thought of you, yeah. Indian Ocean Drive. Mm. It's only like the best road in the state for a start. It's Just, smooth. It's yeah, long. But, it's, but see, here's the thing. Hang on, no, no. Hang on. Yeah. This latest prang on Indian Ocean Drive. This goose has pulled out in front of oncoming traffic. Now, from a side road. Now, that's got nothing to do with anything but the stupidity of the people behind the wheels of the cars. But it's deceptively flat oh, and safe. It's, de- it's deceptively <laughs> wide. It's deceptively smooth. It's deceptively... It's, it's very deceptive because you can see way, way, Absolutely way up correct. there. Yeah. I mean, way up you know, there. And, and, you know, and having that wide but vision, that's not very safe. Anyway, I was, very, very, I was, I was just so happy when the, uh, the, the uh, road safety minister, Michelle Roberts, also mm. the police minister, uh, has basically said, maybe we need to stick a point-to-point camera on Indian Ocean Drive. No. Oh, speed's, no. speed's an issue. Speed's, uh, <laughs> speed's an issue. It's like that bloody ad for road safety the Victorians put out that we adopted because we seem to adopt everything from Victoria because apparently they've got all the ideas and yes. we're just snuffies. Yeah. You know, out there on the airfield with a semi-trailer. Is this the across. take five off thing? Yeah, take yeah. five off. Yeah. Like if you're doing this speed at 60 kilometres an hour, you break here, you're going to hit the semi-trailer. Yeah. But if you drop five... You'll not only be alive, you'll, you'll stop short. Well, well that's can basic I just, physics. No, it, it's basic stupidity because you could see that bloody truck from a <laughs> kilometre away. You'd stop well and shit. I mean, you know, it's they, they, oh, just don't yeah. get me started. Anyway, yeah. well, listen, what's happened now, the biggest biggest news is that I think the, uh, the issue of uh, North Korea is probably oh. over. What's Pugsley done now? Well, the fat kid from Hey Dad, he still, <laughs> he still has not gone to Jenny Craig or Morris Mead, so he's, no. still, he's still got a bit of an Love issue there haircut. with the way that... Oh. But anyway, speaking of haircuts and tats and piercings, <sighs> diplomacy has hit rock bottom. Mm. Dennis Rodman has put his <laughs> hand up to actually as a, to go as a go-between between Kim Jong-un mm. and uh, the Don. Yeah. Now, if this happens to work and this diffuses the situation... Mm. Can you imagine someone from the State Department going, Dennis, yeah, okay, yeah, listen, yeah, we'll get the tickets for you. Yeah, fix it up, will you? No one else has been able to for Can you just imagine if Kim Jong-un turned around and went, just been talking to Dennis. uh, Hunky-dory. Everything's good now. Yeah, He promised to come over and play a bit of basketball in the off-season, you know. That'd be right. Watch a movie together. Even though even though for the first three visits he was over there, he thought he was talking to Barack Obama, but that's got nothing to do with it. He wouldn't want to play basketball with uh, Malcolm Turnbull. Did you see that shot he missed? Oh, that that was almost as funny as John Howard's cricket effort. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, I'll talk to you later. We'll uh, catch you again next Friday, I suppose. I'm going to talk to someone far more relevant now. Right. Okay. See ya. You annoy the hell out of me, by the way. Thanks. My work is done. You're on the <laughs> Southwest Triple <laughs> Fishing. A jerk on one end of a line, waiting for a jerk on the other end. Oceanic Marine, the only specialist boating service centre in Bustleton. I haven't had a jerk on the other end for ages. <laughs> I, I should get a line out, mate. I haven't been fishing for so long. It's ridiculous. How are you? Yeah, good mate. I love that intro myself. Yeah, no, um, yeah. Well, I haven't been for a jerk either for a while. But um, Father's Day was really awesome. We got up at five o'clock. Um, got all the kids up. They gave me so many presents. I don't know where they got all them from. Um, we went up crabbing. <laughs> we put the crab nets in off yeah. Romex. That photo I sent you. Yep. <laughs> it was funny as hell. Put the nets out. We went out about a k. 
all of us had French toast on the boat while the sun's coming up, and we had, we had like 40 or 50 dolphins swimming around. We had squid jigs oh, over. What a great Once father's we saw them, we thought, yeah, pull the squid jigs out because there's not going to be any squid with all these <laughs> dolphins around. Yeah. Um, come in, we did a couple of runs on the crab nets, like drove past the floats and backed up between the two motors and cameras out the back. He pulled every... Like, we did two runs, 20 nets. We got six crabs, enough for a feed for him and um, Grandma. Um, but, yeah, we had some funny looks on these dinghies going past us, and we were like... 50 metres off the beach, pulling crab nets in a 10-metre leather cow. It was really funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was funny. But yeah, lots of boats getting out with this good weather. Um, spring has sprung, I reckon, now. So they reckon a bit of rain on Sunday, Monday, but I think that doesn't bother us, I don't reckon. But, yeah, a few boats getting out, getting lots of dewies. Not big dewies, but I don't think they're still getting out far enough, like off the Cape and beyond sort of thing, yep. which um, once Maxine's back on Tuesday, no doubt we will be straight out there. Um, and sorry about the dewy ban, too. I said 15th of this month. It's actually the 15th of next month. Oh, right, yeah. 15th of okay. December, yeah, yep. sorry about that. So okay. um, we have an extra extra month to do a bit of dewy fishing. Um, the squid are everywhere, full moons on. Um, I passed Growy the other day heading out with his, his goes out in a nice cat as well, and, um, yeah, he's been slaying the, the squid every day. Um, and a funny thing, too, I was talking to Oceanic Paul the other day. He said that flat out, you know, guys are getting ready for the season that's coming up. And he said that, yeah, if Trent, he's, Trent's such a good mechanic, right? He praises Oceanic Trent up so much. Yep. He said if there was, an, if there was a, an Olympics on mechanics, he said Oceanic Trent would just come home with a heap of gold medals, <laughs> he reckons. So. Oh, well, that's good. It's really good, yeah. And he's a nice young bloke too. So, yep. so yeah, guys, get out and see them. They'll get you ready for summer and um, tight lines. <laughs>